Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here and I'm so excited to announce the opening of the Whole Health Balance Blueprint, a 12-week program creating structure, habits, food freedom, and health transformation. Doors are opening for this program on May 1st. So how do you know if this program would be for you? Well, if you're somebody who has you're worried that you've gone yet another day, another year when you failed to make the changes that you really want to your health, it's probably for you. If you're tired of waiting to put yourself first, or you feel like your eating is out of control and you need to get yourself together, does this sound like you? If it does, you'd be perfect for this program. What this program, imagine if you were able to create a routine that included exercise. Imagine if you felt like more energetic and confident in who you were like you used to. And imagine if taking steps towards making health transformation became simpler and easier as each day went by. This experience is not a diet, but rather a lifestyle transformation. It will teach you behavior change and it and it really helps create the foundation of healthy behaviors and it's individualized to you. And how that happens is, is this, it's a very small group program. It has about six people that can participate in it. And it's, it's done that way on purpose so that I can give you so much of myself and so that you can get information from the others in the group too, because it's, it's a whole group immersion. You'll have me, registered dietitian, you know, holding your hand through the process and helping keep you accountable. We tackle emotional eating, we tackle mindset, we tackle the guilt and shame and the cycle of that when it comes to failed diet attempts, when it comes to your body. And we really talk about together and individually about creating systems and routines to make yourself a priority again. Because if not now, when are you going to do it? In this immersion, you walk through with a group of women who will help you go through the journey with you. If you're a man, you can still come because guess what? You're going to have the same, you may have the same experiences and life experiences that other women do too. So it's for a group of like-minded people that feel the same way and kind of supporting each other through that journey. You meet with me weekly for 12 weeks and you have access to me for 12 weeks. Again, I talked about that it's a small group program. I'm talking about small group coaching with accountability with about six people. Think of all the money that you have wasted in the past to get healthy and it didn't work. And how much have your life have you spent on fad diets only to where you end up to where you are today? And what will it cost you if you continue on the same trajectory that you're currently on with, you know, making some kind of action, but doing it alone and not feeling like you have the support to get you through. There are plenty of free resources out there that can get you to where you need to go. But I think the the missing piece in this is having the accountability and to have the group support to help you through the 12 week journey. So if you want to be free from punishing yourself from past mistakes and you really want to make yourself a priority this year so that you feel more at peace with your food and the decisions that you make and that you feel like your overeating is better managed, 
then come join this program. Let me help equip you with the tools you need to make yourself a priority again. If you are someone who thrives on accountability and you really want to have a professional or even a registered dietitian in your pocket, this is the time to say yes to this program. This is the time to say yes to you getting your health back in 2021. Let me help you walk through this journey. It would be my honor and privilege to do that. Head on over to trishard.com for more information. On my website, you're going to see a tab that talks about the whole health balance blueprint, and that's where you're going to find more information. You can also either DM me on Instagram at whole health empower. You can also email me at info at Trisha RD as in registered dietitian.com or find me at IG at whole health empower. I can't wait to work with you and to walk you through this journey. Hey there, welcome back to the show. On today's episode, we're going to spend some time talking about how to create health and fitness goals that stick. When it comes to health and fitness, there are many things or many thoughts that prevent us from achieving our goals, no matter how much we desire to make the change. We've all been there, right? The demands and craziness that life presents to us or we have the thoughts and the usual excuses of you feel too busy, you aren't sure how you're going to be able to make time for the goals, and it's very hard for you to carve out time during your day to really make the goals and to take care of yourself and keep the priorities that you want to yourself. It's so easy to get distracted by the thought that we have maybe more important things that need to be done. And so fitness is going to take a backseat today or meal prepping isn't in the cards this week, or, you know, going out to eat is going to be a lot easier this week. And we feel like, you know, we'll get to our goals later. We'll do it another day. We'll start tomorrow. Does any of that sound familiar? But what if we really started to make ourselves a priority today and not wait until tomorrow and not wait until you know, a big milestone birthday that if we really just take the time today to make yourself a priority and to show up for yourself and to do that consistently so that you can really make the changes that you desire and that you, you know, know that you can do, but deep down, I think you might be a little bit scared that maybe you can't do it. So let's talk about the three ways to create health and fitness goals that stick in the upcoming year. First, we'll talk about scheduling it. We talk about this. We've talked about this on previous episodes, but scheduling it and writing down what your goal is and how you plan to achieve it this week is really important. If you're not writing down your goal, then it's really hard to get it out of your head and to make it happen. So there's something about in your head knowing, I want to work out three days this week, as opposed to I'm going to write it down. This is how I'm going to make it happen. And these are the days that it's going to happen. Do you see the difference in the specificity and how the likelihood of achieving it is if you really plan out what it looks like? So writing down your goal, getting it out of your head and writing it down either every week or even even writing it down every day, just so that you have an idea of what you what your goal is for this particular day or this particular week or this particular month. 
I would really, I mean, look at what you're, what you want to achieve in the next year and then break that down into months of how you're going to achieve that goal. So if say, you know, maybe you have a goal of increasing your, making sure that you're eating better so that you feel better. So maybe a goal where you start would be, would be saying, okay, in a year, I want to achieve this. I want to feel better. I want to, you know, feel like I'm giving my body the nourishment that it needs. And then, so you go back over the 12 months and you say, okay, this month I'm going to incorporate veggies. This month I'm going to incorporate fruit. This month I'm going to look at how much water I've gotten. This month I want to maybe look and see how much sleep I've gotten. And then over time, over the course of the year, looking back each month at what goals you've done. And then over the course of the year, you really have the opportunity to have some kind of really true transformation because little by little in each month, you're concentrating on one goal and then moving forward each month with a different goal until you get to your ultimate goal of improved health and wellness. You know, another thing is that if you write it down, another benefit of writing down what you are eating is that you make that goal non-negotiable, right? So it's like now you've made it that it's a commitment to yourself and you want to try to honor that commitment because any commitment, whether it's to your friends, your family, your loved ones are just as important as the goals that you make to yourself are just as important as the goals. The commitment that you make to yourself is just as important as the commitment that you make to other people, to your loved ones, to your friends, to your family members. And so writing it down is a way that you can com- you can keep that commitment that you want and that you can keep it for yourself so that you are really honoring what your goal is and honoring the priorities that you've set for this year and the goals that you want to achieve. One last thing about scheduling it and writing it down is that it's a, it's a good way to be able to anticipate any obstacles that might come up along the way. So when you're thinking about a, a behavior change, In your mind, probably when you're first thinking, oh, I'm going to do this, it looks great. It looks like it's going to be easy. It looks like it's going to be achievable because there's no obstacles in there. It doesn't take into account when you're tired, when you don't feel like doing it, when you're discouraged or feeling emotional and you don't want to do the very thing that's going to make you achieve your goal in the long term. So writing it down helps to see, okay, I was able to do that, my goal this week, or I wasn't able to do it. And there's no judgment in it. It's just to be able to see, it just gives you information essentially by writing it down. It's just an information seeking journey. So if you're able to do whatever you wanted to achieve that week, whatever goal you set for yourself, looking back and saying, okay, this is why I was able to achieve it. But then also being able to see what prevented you from achieving your goal and what were the obstacles, because there's really no way that you're going to have behavior change unless you anticipate and notice what the obstacles are that are preventing you from doing it. The second thing that I want to focus on is your mindset. So mindset becomes really important because mostly with behavior change, most people know what to do. It's the mindset that gets in the way. It's the stories that we tell ourselves. We can convince ourselves of anything that we want to. So we have that power. If we convince ourselves that we have no time to exercise, then we believe that and we're not going to make time for exercise. Conversely, if we convince ourselves that exercise makes us feel so good, 
and movement is so good for our body, then we're going to be able to prioritize that much more so than if we think we're too busy to do it. When you have thoughts that are negative, you're probably not going to have an outcome. So if you have a negative thought related to what goal you're trying to achieve, some and I'm not talking about just a thought, I'm talking about like an underlying belief. So if you don't really think that you can exercise because you don't like it, it's probably not going to happen, right? That you're going to all of a sudden start to love exercise. And if we, you know, have positive thoughts on an outcome, like I can do this, I think I can make exercise a priority this year. I think I can really take my health this year. You're going to have much more of an outcome. You may have a little bit more in terms of having movement towards the action. When I'm talking about focusing on mindset, I'm talking about really digging deep here and figuring out what the underlying message is that you're telling yourself every day and that you're repeating it and reinforcing it. So this could be more like a limiting belief common limiting beliefs that you may feel, I certainly know I feel, are that you may not be worthy enough. You may be undeserving for any of these health changes to occur for you. You may feel like you have to work really hard to make that happen. And that might be something that you really aren't ready to dive deep into. It's important to know what the underlying belief is when it comes to making the behavior change. You need to first identify what it is so that you can challenge it. So the first step is identifying what are you feeling? Do you feel like you're not worthy? Do you feel like you're not enough? Do you feel like you're undeserving? Do you feel like it's too hard? What is the underlying belief or the limiting belief that you have been carrying around for all of this time that may in fact, it's not even true. It's just a belief. Really start to Then after you have identified it, start to challenge it. So remember that a belief is just a belief. It's not a truth. It's just something that you've been telling yourself over the years that has become a truth to you. It's something that you told yourself is true, but it probably isn't true. So over time, because you've told it to yourself so often and you've reinforced it with every thought that you've had, and likewise, some of the behaviors that you had, you probably believe it, but it's not truth. It's just a belief. You have to know what that thought is to be able to challenge it. And then once you start to challenge it, you get to decide if it's a, if it's true or not, because you can't change the belief if you don't challenge it. So once you know what the belief is, then to really look at it, writing it down. This is another reason why it's helpful to write down because you write down the belief and then you write next to it if it's true. Most likely, once you've written it down, it's not going to be true. It's true in your head because you're thinking it over and over and over again. But when you write it down, you'll see that like you're not enough. Maybe that's something that you write down. That's something that I struggle with. But then if I were really to write it down, and really challenge those beliefs. It isn't true, but for whatever reason, we feel like we need to hold on to it because that's who we've become. And that's what we've believed. And it's very hard to give up on the belief because it's so familiar to us, but it doesn't have to be because it's not real. And then I would say also to maybe have an affirmation or find some kind of statement that you can say to yourself to counteract this belief, because the more you counteract the belief, That's really where the change happens. If you don't identify it and you don't challenge it, the belief is always going to stay there. And so 
once you figure out what it is, start to challenge it and then try to keep write a sentence down to counteract the belief. And that over time, once you say that belief, the new belief over and over again, you'll probably really start to identify that belief and maybe even believe it. So for instance, if your thing is that you're not enough, well, you challenge that, you write it down. Okay. That looks crazy. It looks crazy when I write it down, even though it feels so real when it's in my head. And then you have an affirmation. You, you know, you can create your own or you can look something up on the internet that like, yeah, I am enough. I've been put on this planet and I have things to offer and I'm enough. And so then the more you say that to yourself, you're going to believe it. But it's not going to happen overnight, the challenging beliefs. You may require therapy to help you, but really you're going to need to dig deep in here because this is where this is where true behavior change is going to occur. You can do anything for a short period of time, but for having like long lasting change, it's really doing the inside work and doing the mindset work, which is really going to help you get to the point that you want to be. And then lastly, creating accountability. Accountability can be accountability to yourself, your accountability to your loved one. But when I'm talking about accountability today, I'm talking about having a review of the goals that you've set. So this would be like looking at your goals at the end of the day and seeing if you achieve them. This could be, you know, it, it's it's about reflection. So when I'm talking about accountability, I really probably need, need to have some kind of reflection. It's to look at what you've done and to see if you've honored the goal that you have. So if you want to work out, you know, 20 times this month, it's looking at it and to see if you've done it. And if you haven't, that's okay. Because again, there, it's not meant to judge you or to think that you're bad because you didn't do something. It's just to see what you can do better the next month and what obstacles came in the, came up. Was it because you truly were too busy or was it because of the mindset? And it really helps you focus on, you know, and to really niche down to what it is that's really preventing you from achieving your goal. But another thing that reflection does is that it helps reinforce and provide confidence if you were able to achieve the activities that you desire. Accountability will allow you to see what doesn't work and kind of where you need to focus your attention to make to make the behavior or to make whatever it is preventing you from achieving your goals. It just kind of lets you really figure that part out. Like, what is it? Is it mindset or is there really external factors that are preventing you from achieving your goal? And then also it's going to help reinforce that behavior and provide you the confidence. So that's why accountability and having some kind of self-reflection, and I would say probably even daily is best because that's really digging in each day is going to really speed up the change that can occur where if you're only looking at what you've achieved each week or each month, it's going to be a slower change for it to happen. So I would look at it daily just so that you kind of get in the habit of being like, okay, this is what my goal was today. Write down what your goal is and then figure out at the end of the day or the next day when you're setting a new goal, if you did the goal from the day before and really evaluating what worked and what didn't work and then moving forward from there without any shame or judgment. So thanks so much for listening today. You know, as usual, when it comes to creating health and fitness plans that have longevity, 
a lot of this is is practicing. I mean, there's no difference between you and the person that is living the life that you want. It's just practicing and taking action consistently on most days of the week. This whole journey into health and wellness and self-care, it's not easy, but it's just taking one step at a time, no matter how imperfect. The goal here is to just have any kind of progress over perfection. So this journey isn't going to be perfect. There's going to be times when you feel like you failed or you're not doing enough, and that's totally normal. And that's part of the process of growth. Anything that you wish to, you know, change in your life, it's going to be hard and it's going to not be easy at the beginning, but the more you do it, the easier it becomes over time. So thanks for listening and I'll see you guys back here next week. If you found value in this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Being a busy woman or mom doesn't mean that we have to give up on our health, wellness, or self-care. Together, we can take tiny, imperfect steps towards creating the whole health we desire and deserve. You can find us at wholehealthempower.com or on Instagram at wholehealthempower. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.